Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Oh, sorry about that. Caught me, caught me unaware here this morning. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to yet another edition of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and all the other... Uh, streaming functions we have this we have at our fingertips here uh it is wednesday it is december 16th it is 2020 wrong uh from the northern command wrong what did i say december 16th december 16th well okay it's a burr okay i'm sorry Mm. (laughs) it's a burr month Mm. september 16th of 2020 from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Palatial Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, it is Ethel Mur. Oh, no, wait a minute. It is Ed Van Ness. <laughs> Good evening, sir. Everything's coming up. No. Good evening, kids and kittens. We, uh, we trust you've had a wonderful, wonderful, fantastical day today uh, on the too many platforms to be mentioned. Uh, at this point, we are uh, we're, we're we're zipping out all over the place, uh, and and we couldn't be happier. No matter how you're seeing or hearing us, we're glad you're here. Thank you very much for joining us. By the way, John, big news: Amazon now has podcasts, so we may be on Amazon soon. Oh my God! It's gonna. T- <laughs> I don't think I can handle this. It's gonna take an entire website just to figure out where we are, but. Uh, Again, good evening, everybody. We trust everybody's okay today. And uh, wherever you are, it was a good day. Mr. Shannon. Well, it was definitely a a good day until I got home. Oh, oh my God. All of a sudden, I felt like I got hit by a ton of bricks. Wow. Did you get hit by a ton of bricks? I felt like it. I mean, are, but there, I, are there chunks of concrete all over or? Oh, I've, I don't know. I didn't sweep up after it. Granny Annie must, if I did, if there were, I think Granny Annie so, took care of it. So, so what's the deal, Neil? What are uh, you just feeling? Oh, I don't know. I didn't sleep real well last night. You know, just one of those just, days. Uh, just one of those, just one of those days. It's, it happens. It happens. It does. It here's, does. Here's something else that happened today, which. I had planned to do, and then I was just this close to pulling out of doing again. 
I finally started the work in the living room today. You know, and how talk- long did how long did you stick with that? Oh, I got I got the well, I got part one done. It's going to be done in phases. Uh, it the remember after this apartment not being used for ten years, there's a lot of chipped paint and big chunks of paint. When I first moved in, I I I knocked a lot of it down, and I honestly didn't expect to be here that long. No, no, I actually wasn't. It was move-in day. <laughs> yeah, it was move-in day. I hit things and it fell off. So I've been looking at all these big old hunks of paint ready to fall off. So today in the living room portion, I scraped all those off, what was left, and I filled it all in with this really cool stuff. You put it on pink. When it dries, it turns white, kind of like plaster, but uh, ju- just to fill it all in. That took me a couple hours, and I feel like, you know, I accomplished that. I'll do the kitchen probably Friday because uh, that's got some huge, huge chunks. Uh, it's not holes. It's just where layers of paint have fallen off. So I'm just trying to even out the walls. So when I put on... Dealing a, with lead paint there? Or? God, I hope not. God, I hope not. But oh. uh, so, you know, I, I got to do, you know, moving some stuff around, clean, clean it up a little and you know, once I once I get the kitchen done, then I'll I'll make final plans on on what I'm going to do, how I'm going to paint, or what other or wall coverings, and and we'll make a move on that and bring some of my furniture uh, from the storage locker. Finally, you're a better you're a better handyman than I am. Oh my god! I got I got some skills. I got some skills. I got three different toolboxes. I'm lucky I can change a freaking light bulb, man. Like, I've got three toolboxes because I used to own a garage. Well, we weren't a garage, but over the years, we, you know, we picked up all these tools. I had tools at home. I had tools in my car. I had tools at the shop. Uh, And over the years, of course, all the shop stuff wound up. I got rid of, boy, oh boy, you should see what I got rid of. Uh, But I've got, shoot, right now I got a full toolbox in my, in my storage shed. I've got two two toolboxes here, and I got a pouch full of uh, hand tools in my car that I always keep with me. And uh, I'll and I got two dollars in the jukebox. Not to mention Bye. an entire collection <laughs> of I have, and I had had it at at the office years ago. This little uh, little box of drawers, the little slide out plastic drawers. It's got about twenty of them. Uh, and now that hangs on the inside of my utility closet. That's where I keep all my screws and bolts and all those little things that you don't know when you're going to need them. But boy, oh boy, when you need them, you know, you don't, I, I, look, I've got enough nails and screws literally to build a house. I, that is no joke. A small house, but a house nonetheless. But honestly, I'll never have to buy a screw or a nail ever again. That is so you have some hoarding qual uh no qualities it's, not, it's not hoarding i used to have to buy these things you know you got to put cabs back together and you got to you know you got to do all these minor repairs you got to think on the fly uh you know can do i want to spend 400 dollars at a body shop or do i want to jerry rig something to hold a seat in or to hold a mat down where one uh, you know um a self-tapping screw and a big old washer will hold it down you know, so it, it, and you go, 
you know, there'd be my monthly trips to Home Depot and, you know, okay, I need these screws, those bolts, and you, you just never know what you need. Plus, there was a lot of old stuff. Whenever we we took a vehicle off the road and we weren't selling it, we grabbed every screw, every bolt, every nut, every bulb that we could. Uh, I, my, the collection, the collection of, uh, of, uh, Crown Victoria light bulbs that I used to have. I don't have them anymore because I don't have any Crown Vicks. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, you should have seen the taillight collection I had. Crown Vicks. I, I finally, when when I moved out of the garage, uh, I tried to sell them. I, I had no Crown Vicks left. I was All my Crown Vicks were gone. And I, I, I've got brand new in box stuff in my storage locker. Taillights, headlights, and all that. That one of these days I'll actually try to sell on eBay, or something. But you know, over just the a, just a news flash. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen a Crown Vic on the road for probably three months now, three people, or four months now. Pe- people still own them. Look, you never know. Somebody just picked one up for cheap and they want to buy. You know, look, I'm not going to put them at retail. I'll put them for you know twenty bucks or something like that. Just get them off my hands. It, it means nothing to me anymore. But yeah, so I've had this collection of stuff uh, over the years, and you know, I look, I've got every hand tool I could ever possibly want, and uh, but yeah, and I am a little handy. I gotta, I gotta sand off the the other stuff, and I've got plans for putting up faux brick in the uh, in the salon. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, maybe maybe a little wainscoting too, on the bottom. You know those. You know what wainscoting is. That's, you see it in every Western or, or, uh, it comes up to about chair, chair rail height, about three, four feet off the ground. And it's got, it's the narrow, looks like narrow strips of wood. Oh, okay. That's Wayne Scott. I love that stuff. I've never actually had it. So I'm thinking you can buy that in sheets of eight feet, like plywood. Okay. So, you know, I get a couple of sheets of that. I'm, I'm good to go. And I put this uh, brick, faux brick on top of it. And, you know, I, I'm going to need a little paint. I, I think the quote unquote renovations that I'm doing will cost me about $200. Sounds like too big of a project for me there. Oh, maybe That's it just is. me. Maybe it is. But, you know, when I know. once I get started on a project like this, I enjoy it. But I got to get started on it. Today I finally got started. It took me months. I'm I'm so upset with myself for it taking. I've had everything I needed. I talked about except this. time because you see it takes away from your relationship with your recliner. You you true words have never been spoken, my friend. It, it, it's <laughs> uh, you know we do the best we can when we can, but there's training involved. I've got to keep my. You know, I, I, I am the most well-rested man on talk radio, as you like to say. And you don't say it enough anymore. And I'm very yeah, upset well. by that. Very upset by that. Well, thousand pardons, senor. What the yeah. hell was that phone ringing? That was me testing. That's what I'm supposed to hear when the phone rings. Okay, I'm just, just making sure. So yeah, you're not supposed to On that it. subject, 754-800-CHAT, 754 800 Two four two eight, ring Ed's bell there, so he uh, <laughs> stays stays awake over there. And 
we had some poor some poor person who actually tried calling in and six five six five one area code yeah you guys tell me to call in i call in and nobody answers the damn phone and you're not talking to anybody else what the hell's your problem here <sighs> you're right you're right when you're right you're right i can't i i, I can't argue with that and uh, uh <sighs> by the way I, I i was seeing clips from last night's town hall I, I wasn't even aware it was happening on ABC. George George Snuffleupagus had uh, Captain Coppertone and real people asking real questions, undecided voters. And you, you might as well have had a, a box of pumpkins up there for for the answers that he gave. Uh, once again, at one point, blaming Biden for... Uh, what was he blaming? Oh, for the... doesn't matter. Biden wasn't president. Exactly. Yeah, wasn't, Biden, even a sen- wasn't even a senator. Right. Biden said today in his own little uh, press conference, uh, he was talking about, again, whatever it was, and he was asked a question uh, by the press, and, he's, and he ended it with, but I wasn't president. I wasn't president. So... Exactly. So I did get something out of that. Uh, and there's a quote here from uh, Alicia Black. And I'm, I'm probably murdering this name like I do a lot of them. No, you said Black. Said, you pronounced Black correctly. Yeah, well, it's spelled B-L-A-Q-U-E. Oh, that's somebody just trying to be. Oh. That's somebody trying so, to be highfalutin. Yes, that's Black. Oh, well. So anyways, quoting her, she said, please stop and let me finish my questions. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. He uh, interrupted her. Yes. Yes. Apparently, uh, apparently she was asking about uh, about a pre-existing condition she's had since uh, since birth. Right. And president well that leaves a bad that leaves a bad taste in my mouth when i say that and referring to him by the way i'm gonna i'm gonna pause you right there here's something i've always had a problem with every condition is pre is pre-existing once you know about it it's a condition yeah it's a condition it's not a pre-existing condition continue sir i apologize how are you, you interrupted me you interrupted me for that i gotta get a little something going here for the youtube people they want to see us they want action baby they want yeah action. they they enjoyed our little spat yesterday i yeah, guess yeah, yeah almost one person tuned in not quite but almost then again nobody knew we were on youtube we barely knew we were on youtube last night so this is so, true so miss black is up there and it's pre pre preconceived notions or whatever it was go ahead so instead he claimed to be close to rolling out a health care plan that would yeah. replace the law known as obamacare yeah 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 how many years has he been promising that we're close on something oh just the same thing like you know we're 
we supposedly have a big deal about uh, prescriptions, about prescription drug prices. He ain't got to do, he's throwing those little carrots out. Hey, remember me? Remember, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. Well, he says it he about... Probably, he probably will uh, roll out some stimulus here about two weeks before the election, just so... And I'm the one... I do a horrible Trump, so that <laughs> you don't you don't even do a good John Shannon. You very this is very true. <laughs> yeah, he'll come out and say, "Well, I was the one that uh, that uh, issued these stimulus checks." And yeah, yeah. Well, let's keep this in mind, okay? First off, uh, he comes off and says that about everything. Oh, you'll see, we got something coming out in a couple of weeks. How many times has he said that in four years? You can't. It's burned into my head now. Mr. President, what about this? Oh, well, you'll see. In a couple of weeks, we're going to roll this out. And, that is, and as far as the pre-existing conditions go, he's in court right now trying to get all that taken out of, uh, of Obamacare. He's fighting it right now in court, or the government's fighting, you know, to get it removed. He's... He, Look, virtually every answer last night, uh, every answer comes back to him. He doesn't, he has no apathy, no empathy, nothing. There, there, there's one, one gentleman put a question out there about, uh, uh, was it racial profiling or institutional racism or, or a system, uh, what's the word we're using now? Systemic. Systemic, racism. systemic racism. And you know what Trump, what his answer involved? Poll numbers. Mm. Oh, we're doing great with the African-Americans and, and the Latinos, and we're doing this and we're doing that. And it, it had nothing to do. I will say this, the little bit I did see, I didn't watch it last night. I've only been seeing clips. But apparently Stephanopoulos, uh, he, he jumped right in there on more than one occasion to say, oh, doggy. I mean, not that Trump's going to cop to anything, you know. Donald Trump is not the person that's going to say, "Look, kids and kittens, we 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 had a misstep. We had a major misstep here, okay, and we're going to try to get make things right." He's still in public saying, "Oh, oh he he just thinks that the last three and a half years have been the best thing since tasty bread." Well, let me see. The uh, I'm saving this as I'm putting everything together for Saturday. There's, there's this quote uh, talking about he's, he praised his own virus responses as deaths near 200,000. Trump says, if you take the blue states out, we're at a level I don't think anybody in the world would be at. Because people in blue states apparently ain't people. You know, it, it's just these kind of comments that uh, you take the blue states out. And how do you say how 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 do your followers your base not say it's it's not political it's it's all about his reelection? Well, like I said, he could he could he could go and take a he could go take a dump on uh, on um, I don't know what the hell is his name here, Myrtle the Turtle, uh, Mitch McConnell, McConnell. Mitch Musk. McConnell's uh, driveway. And uh, oh, we're gonna do this. He'd again. still, <laughs> he'd still, he'd still have a group of his followers. 
Well, he's not wrong. I firmly believe him that uh, he, he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and not lose any of his supporters. Actually, he's killed almost 200,000 people and hasn't lost any of his supporters. And, so. and, and yeah, I was going to say, and at least a few of them are his supporters. Yeah, but the rest of them are still yay, you know, because uh, they all say the same thing. He tells it like it is. No, he doesn't. He lies right to your face. <laughs> By the way, the Dakotas are the new hotbed. Can you imagine the Dakotas? Probably two I, of the most sparsely populated, populated states. states in the entire union. Well, who and now they're the hotbed who would have thought for coronavirus. Who would have thought bringing 100, 150,000 bikers into the state would have any effect whatsoever? Come on, please. So, uh, so all so, I know, all I know about biker rallies is is they all like flashing their old ladies' boobies. Well, who doesn't? I mean, let's let's be real here. <laughs> um, see, you you threw me off track there. Uh, I know you're thinking about boobies. I'm, t- I'm thinking about old lady boobies now. So, so that's where you got. Oh, um, good gosh. Dakota's a, uh, I'm lost. I, I lost, I lost, I had a good one going too. And so you just gave me that right nudge and boom, just enough, just enough pushed me, uh, right off the tracks. Um, I mean, this thing is moving across the country slowly, but surely just wait till it gets really bad on the West coast with the fires. And by the way, you had the smoke. We have the smoke now too here on the East coast. Oh, did you really? Oh yeah. We've, wow. had, it for, we've had it since yesterday. Hmm. We've had it since yesterday. Uh, I understand it's, it's made its way to Europe as well. No and, way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I don't know if it's gone over the, uh, over the pole or, uh, you know, as straight across as you can go. I don't know what the weather currents were. That's on top of the five possible hurricanes that are out there. So, you know. Boy, did you see that lineup of hurricanes out there in the yeah. Atlantic? Holy yeah. buckets. Yeah. yeah, and I saw it in 2005, too. When we had we had three, uh, three named hurricanes, literally, in a row. You looked at the map, it was like, holy smokes, they were down, like, uh, in the middle. Or, Charlie, or just, Francis, what was the third one again? I, I forget, no, but, but I distinctly remember the weather guy on the TV station referring to it as the Congo line. Because that's what it looked like. It wasn't one up here, one down there, one off to the side. They, John, they were literally three in a row. Obviously separated by hundreds of miles, but they were three in a row. And now there's five potentials out there. Uh, they were talking this morning about, well, we'll have to go. There's only two more names left, and we'll we'll have to go the Greek alphabet. I'm like, yeah, we've done this before. 2005, Wilma. Uh, and then we went Greek. And uh, and then we started using animal noises. That's next. Yeah. The AP uh, actually suggests that uh, his whole babbling here at this town hall could be... Uh, a preview of his performance uh, in the debates. Oh, yeah. By the way, that's only two. That's only two weeks away. Is the first uh, presidential debate? Is that the twenty second? Uh, I well, let's see. Two weeks away. Fourteen days. I think it's the twenty second. 
because they were saying 13 days earlier. Oh, by the way. Well, today's the 16th, so it would put it closer to the 29th or 30th. Oh, 29th. I'm looking at the wrong days on the calendar. My apologies. By the way, uh, if you listen to the town hall, you get a lot of this. <laughs> Sniffing. It's a heavy Adderall day. Crushing yep. that bad boy up. Uh, yo, yeah, the 29th. That would be day 198 for uh, today being day 185. 185. Yeah, he also seemed to bat away the suggestion that the nation has racial uh, inequities. Right, right. I love and he all says, the people. Well, I hope there's not a race problem. How, how out of just how out of touch is this guy? He, I think he was out of touch with America before he even ran. You know, the only Americans he associated with were the, you know, the people that were up there in his upper crust world. This is what, this is what really gets me about him. Well, well, wait a second. Wait a second. His upper crust world was not his upper crust world. He spent a lifetime trying to crack the, uh, the, the social register, if you will. And, and while he desperately wanted to run with those people, he was not one of them. Oh, no, no, no. No, he would have to barge his way into places and buy his way into places. No, no, no. People have disliked him for a very, very long time here in this this neck of the woods. No, no, he's... uh, Well, he could surely not, not give a damn about all those people that are wearing their MAGA hats. He could care less about them. This is what... Oh, no. This is what surprises me, and you—the one made in China, by the way. That's right. That is absolutely correct. Made in China, so suck on that for a little while. Right to the same place where Ivanka's uh, voting machines are made and patented, because there's no connection there. Uh, but yeah, no, he's he's got uh, these. No, his followers, most of them. Well, he's he's one of us. He is not one of you. He left behind Queens as soon as he could. All right? He he built himself a palace on 5th Avenue, tore down Bongwood Teller in the middle of the night. That's that's a whole nightmare that people still haven't forgiven him for. Uh, what was on the site. Not so much that the old building came down, but there were certain architectural features that were supposed to be preserved. And uh, Trump just told his guys, hey, go knock him down. Knock them down. Concrete things, uh, really nice artwork that were part of the building. Uh, but yeah, he built himself his his palace there on Fifth Avenue, and hasn't looked back. He does not care no, about absolutely. about anybody that can't do him any good. He wants to be in the penthouse, but they don't want him up there. The the social circles. Okay. Oh, he's got people looking at his toes trying to get money out of him, which I firmly don't believe he has. I think he's got he's I think he's got more money than me, but not by a lot. Somehow he's been a, they've been able to live off this name, which by the way has been tarnished uh to to no end now. Uh what was it there was a kid of, I think we talked about this 
this is over a year ago that had the the last name Trump. Remember he, that story? And not and only he that, was ridiculed in school. His name was Donald, I believe. Oh, was it Donald Trump? Although uh, no, but I do maybe not. But he, he did have the last name Trump, and now he's going by his stepdad's name or or his right. name. Yeah, yeah, and it was unfortunate. It was very unfortunate. Uh, I I mean, look, kids are cruel. Kids are nasty. I thank goodness that in the late 60s and early 70s, we didn't really have an appreciation for the word gay when I was 10, 11 years old. Because we had a kid in our class named David Gay, who I believe, as it turned out years later, was gay. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, he was a very... Very, he was a very quiet guy. He wasn't, you know, when when you're big sports nerds or anything like that. And, uh, but we, I've, thank goodness, we never put that together, because yeah, yeah, you know, that the nicest kid in the world. I, I, you know, we were pals. Well, I, he was a school pal of mine. I didn't really hang out with him after school, but he, he was not, you know, we were school pals. And uh, look, let's face it, kids can be miserable, miserable. I know, I've done it myself. Here, here's how I learned my lesson. I'm going to tell you a story right now. So we used to go camping. Uh, our local police athletic league center. We used to go camping. Once a summer. Sometimes twice a summer. I I went every camping trip. It would be three days, two nights. On the middle day of the trip, the Wednesday, we left Tuesday morning. We came back Thursday, Thursday late afternoon. The Wednesday. Now... The way our summer day camp used to work, every Wednesday, everybody we'd get two buses and we'd all go to the same place. The rest of the week, all the little groups went went their own way. But every Wednesday, uh, we all went to the same place. So on the camping trips, the bus trips would all come to where we were. We had a four-mile hike from our campground to where the rest of the kids were going to be coming up from you know, the hour and a half bus ride or whatever it was. Uh, so we're hiking along, we're hiking along. There was always a car there. We always had a car with us. I was about 12 at the time, 12, 13 at the time. I wasn't working for the center yet. And I went, I went on every camping trip that I could. Uh, I even got to run one once. That was, that was exciting. But so we're walking along, we're walking along, we're hiking, we're hiking, we're hiking. And it takes a couple hours. One of the guys winds up falling back, falling back, falling back. He has to get in the car, and they're going to take him to where we are, and then he's going to go home on the bus. Well, we start making fun of him as he goes by, because the car would, would pull up, wait, you know, till we all passed and did that. Well, nobody made was louder about it than me. Boy, oh boy, did I give this kid, Robert, Bobby Abriola. I'll never, I for, forgive me, Bobby. I think he's gone now, but actually I dated, his sister was my first girlfriend, but that, again, neither here nor there. So I, I, I tormented him unmercifully every time I saw him that day. I just, so the day is over. We're heading back to camp. Everybody gets on the bus. They go, we start walking. We got our four mile hike in front of us. Well, guess who started to get a little pain in his side? That's right. Yours truly. Now, I I always walked at the front of the pack. 
you know, and there'd be about 40 of us, you know, uh, guys and girls. We had separate camps, but girls always got the screw job. Their camp was another mile up the road from ours. They had the longer walk. So uh, before you know it, my side is killing me. And I'm at the, not only am I at the back, I'm falling behind. And they got to keep waiting. And, you know, finally I couldn't walk anymore. They had to get the car for me. So I had to ride. And, oh, oh, did I pay for that? I mean, justifiably so. Even my friends were, were pissed off at me. And I deserved it. And I was an evil bitch. Oh, and karma. Karma didn't wait. Karma waited till the end of the day and said, okay, we got the perfect setup for you there, uh, bad boy. And, uh, man, oh, man, it was the same thing that Bobby had had. And uh, I felt better the next day. It was just a stitch in my side. And, uh, I, I mean, I oh, I paid for that for the rest of that summer. Man, oh, man, oh, man. I just, I, and again, I deserved it. I deserved it. I made fun of this kid. I mean, we all razzed him a little bit, but I kept going with it. I kept going. I didn't stop. I guess that makes you today's asshole, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't wear that proudly, but I own it. I was. I was a jerk. I was. I was. That was the. And that was the last time I ever did something like that. Because to this day. 50 years later, I still remember that feeling. I still remember, oh, man, I made fun of him, and now now it's me. Um, Shannon's so mad at you, she stopped watching. Yeah, well, we picked up two. <laughs> hours, so. and, and by the way, if you are there, thanks for, thanks for the love. They're always enjoying your show, and I see you, uh, you thanked her and Three different uh, social media outlets you thanked her. No, no, no. I did it once, and apparently it comes up in all social media outlets. So so the people uh, on uh, Periscope and and uh, YouTube have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if comments from Facebook make it to YouTube and then make it over here. I don't know. I don't, think so. I don't, I don't know. Think so. We're still working out the kinks on this, and... Uh, look, I I did I did uh I did plaster work today. Give me a break. Yeah. I drug I I drug out a ladder. I had sandpaper. I you were had... you were just the you were just the handyman from hell there, weren't you? You were you were spinning your seat if you saw my tools. Oh my god! You would. Hey, um. Let's uh let's go on to something else here if you don't mind. Sure, I don't mind. Do you um mind? well, as you know, there's uh, I don't know, a few of the bigger um college football conferences that are that have um decided they've actually played their first game if I'm not mistaken. Well, you can add another one to the list here. The Big 10. The Big 10 conference. Mm-hmm. Going to start their fall season on October 24th. Trump's taking uh, full credit for that, by the way. Oh, of course he is. Of course by, he, there are people thanking him. And by the way, the Big, the Big Ten says Trump had nothing to do with it. Matter of fact, when all the school presidents were meeting about it and Trump's name came up, uh, 
that wasn't helping matters. Let's put it that way. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, no, you had nothing to do with it, Donald. Or as his first wife used to call him, the Donald. Yeah. Hey, uh, boss man, take the reins for uno momento, if you wow. would, please. Wow. This is where we are, kids and kittens. This is what you can expect on the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. That is, go ahead, John, go. I'm going to talk about you. There, his headphones are off. Now I can say what I want. And now he's going to have to, uh, oh, he's got my picture up there. Isn't that exciting? So John apparently had ha- had a little physical emergency there. Again, if you want to give us a call, uh, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you're watching us on any of the platforms, the uh, phone number is right below, and there's the uh, there's the tweet. Send a comment. We'll see it. We'll respond. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I've been putting off this work, uh, looking at the at, at this peeling paint for 18 months now, 19 months. I bought everything I needed a couple of months ago. I said, okay, I got all this time off. Let's, uh, let's get going. And I, once again today, I just about, I just about decided not to do it, but I'm glad I did. And I got up there and, you know, drag, dragged out everything. It's a very small place. So it, it, it's tough. You gotta, there's only so much room to move the furniture on. And, uh, but we got it done. We'll get the rest of it done uh, as as time goes on. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about about the uh, town hall last night. I, I found it very interesting that, and I won't go into the details. Uh, well, I'm not going to play any audio or anything like that. But uh, Fox News, here, here, here's a go figure. They're they're referring to the town hall as an ambush. How how do you f- because Trump had to answer questions from real people and not the media, who he plays with like like, like a, a kitten with a ball of string because he know you know he knows how, how to manipulate them. But the real people with real questions, even some people that voted for him, uh, he, he couldn't get, get a straight answer out because there are no straight answers when it comes to him. John has returned. Thank you very much. I hope everything is wonderful. But everything's uh, just peachy now. Yeah, I was just talking about how Fox News called last night's uh, town hall an ambush. These were real people asking questions. You know, it's oh, yeah, I heard I saw that too. Somebody said they were plants, they weren't plants, they're real people, they're asking questions. What, what do you think? You think everybody, there was one fellow, uh. White guy in a suit and tie says, uh, I voted for you and I I was with you all the way up until uh what was it? Oh, I can't remember what it was that got him. Uh oh no, I think it was the tape, the Woodward tape. He said, I was happy with the way you were handling the pandemic. Again, different strokes, man. I don't know what he was liking about it, but and I think it was the Woodward tape, but whatever it was, he says but I don't understand what you're doing now. And of course, well, Trump that doesn't. makes two, that well, makes two people then because but Trump, Trump doesn't understand what he's doing either. Right. But Trump went off somewhere else. But again, this was a conservative an admitted conservative Republican guy who voted for him and was on his side right up till, 
until recently. Uh, are they plants? What? Why? They, they, because Fox won't won't. By the way, speaking of Fox, let me. Uh, it's not a bad turn so much. It's just uh, we're we're tapping the brakes here. So Trump seemed to believe that uh, Fox is going to let him call in every Monday. Fox and Friends, their morning show. And it was interesting, mm -hmm. interesting because <laughs> uh, during the at the end of the call, the one nitwit who sits on the right, Brian, whatever his name is, the guy who claims he never washes his hands, uh, he's all excited. You know, Trump says, "Yeah, we'll do this every Monday or Tuesday or you know, whatever we set up, whatever they set up," and you know, and the guy who runs the show, I guess Mike Ducey, the guy with the glasses, says. Well, Mr. President, you know, uh, Trump says, yeah, for like a half hour or so. And, and Ducey says, or maybe 47 minutes. Now, if you were happy he was there, you would say something like 45 minutes or an hour. Because you know he was watching his watch. He, he was. Uh, meanwhile, the other the, the other clown on the end. Uh, oh, then Ducey says. After Trump is gone, he says, "Yeah, by the way, we haven't confirmed that that's actually going to happen." Fox News, <laughs> Fox News is not committed to that. And the other guy, you know, because he's right up, really up Trump's butt. He was like, "What? What? What?" It, but so I think even Fox is getting a little. You know, I, I don't think they're going to run away from him completely, but uh, they're, they're starting to keep a little bit of yeah. a little bit of distance, uh, just a little bit, you know. Yeah. Well, he's keeping distance from them sometimes. You know, he'll, he, he's their best friend. You know, he can always run back to them, and that's what he does. He'll badmouth them, and then uh, he comes. they come running back. I will say this. I liked what I saw MSNBC do today, and I don't know if anybody else did it, but they gave Biden all the time in the world for his little conference, and that's what they did for Trump. Remember, back in 2016, these networks would hold – a camera on an empty podium for hours waiting for him and he would intention trump would intentionally show up late he does he does it now he does it to this day we'll have a press conference at 5 30 6 o'clock he shows up you know and it's not because he's that busy we know he's not it's because he well he had to finish that last line of adderall well you know, yeah you know it's there are, there are pressing issues he has to because he can't he has find, to take it. he can't find anybody to crush it just the way he likes it. So Oh I know, right? He's, he's gotta get those itty bitty hands of his and yes, you do have itty bitty hands. And I know because <laughs> I because I have itty bitty hands. And itty bitty feet. <sighs> so he uh uh was, you know, everybody they were saying, yeah, I was going through the Facebook uh comments about about it and Somebody said, oh, well, they put all these plants in here, but that's okay because Trump held his own. Trump held and something. And I said, I don't know what it was, but he held something. And I, 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 hey, you know me, I can't help but go into the gutter with stuff like that. Yeah. I said, yep, he held his, he held his own. All right. All two fingers worth. Well, you know, it is what it is. Some of us are blessed. Others are, uh. Moving on, because I don't want to Others of us are Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't want to spend any time talking about his wee-wee. Uh, Aptly named. You know, this is what, this is going to turn into 
in this next seven weeks. Six weeks and five days. Six days. It's going to get ugly. Oh, uh, you know it. Well, you heard yesterday. Now they're calling uh, Biden a pedophile. I heard that, yeah. You know, we know we've seen the depths that Trump and his people will go to. And it, the only question now is not how low will they go. It's we finally get to see how low is the lowest. Oh, we thought we long since passed. We thought we saw low, you know, already. By the way, uh, somebody made a very valid point today, which I guess I knew. And you'll, you'll say you'd know it, but you didn't really think about it. About it. <laughs> the problem with Trump, one of the many problems, is he has no shame. He doesn't care. The Going back to the uh, uh, Access Hollywood tape, grabbing by the you-know-whats, mm-hmm. by the kitty cat, that, that would have shamed the living daylights out of anybody else. He can lie directly to people's faces. The RNC puts people on, on uh, videotape and puts them on the stage, and these people have no idea why they're there. They're, they don't. Trump has no shame. He does not care about saying things to people or, or, or anything like that. So, Look, I have no shame. I admit it. I have no shame. I'm not, also not running for president of the United States. You have shame. Or I'm not the president of the United States. You have shame. Well, I don't know. That story the other night, you might be right. No, I, I don't. I, I'm i sorry. Right. You, let's just put it this way, 30, you know, again, 37 years plus doing what I do, pretty much have seen it all, done most of it. And then you add up the fact that the childhood and the teen years weren't exactly a uh, picnic in their own rights. Uh, you didn't have that Saturday evening post? Uh, uh, no. Kind of upbringing, huh? No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. All I knew is is that I didn't dare. I didn't dare bring a, a wiffle ball bat, let alone a real bat, into the into the apartment. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. I'll I'll let you I'll let your imagination wander with that. I'd rather not. Thanks. I got my I got my own imagination to. Uh... We're not going to talk about this. You're right. You're now. such a chicken shit. <laughs> I got. I got to respect. Here, here's what I got to respect your privacy. I got. I'm respect. not respecting my privacy. You know what I got to respect too. Here's the difference uh, between you and me. You don't have brother. You. You don't have brothers and sisters who may listen in. Let them listen. No, no, I don't want to. Let start, them listen. I don't want to send re- an invitation. I'm talking about from me. I don't want to oh, start okay. rehashing all that. You can Let's say see. what you want. Let's see. M I C H A E L. Yeah. M O U S E. That's one brother. Now name the other two. Oh, I'm not that good. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. He, he just seemed to be the one that uh, got mentioned the most. Yeah. Let's let's move on now. What do you okay. Say? Let's move. Okay. 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 Because it's <laughs> so it's, it's my you've heard of Michael Caputo. I uh, oh I think it, 
Oh, yeah, he's taking a little resty poo. Yeah! <laughs> I didn't know what his role was. I guess he's the uh, communications official who... Uh, oh, my God. He's, you read this stuff. He's listed as a Trump goon. <laughs> Did you see the video? I did not see the video. I saw the video today. Uh, Michael Caputo, if you're not aware, is affiliated or <laughs> kind of was with the CDC. And, and he he put something out on Facebook the other day that just... <sighs> any other administration, he'd have been fired on the spot. Nobody has said a word in Trump land. And now he's Mr. Caputo has taken a leave of absence, along with his assistant or the guy just below him is uh, he's taken a leave of absence too. A medical leave is what they're calling it. Medical leave, yeah. Well, how coincidental! What a coincidink! What a coincidink! Uh, this guy's a nutball. Look, he, didn't he put out something? Uh, was it on one of the social media fa- uh, yes. outlets? Yes, he put it out on face mask. That's what g- created all this problem. Is that he went on about how all the scientists are, are they don't want a cure. They they want Biden to win. They they'll let you die. Blah 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 blah. And, and scientists don't want a cure. I know. I've heard them say it. You know, it, it's. Uh, <sighs> It's exhausting, quite frankly. It's exhausting anymore to, to, that he's got these these goons go in there because he also is, uh, you know, they're, they're mucking up the works with the reports that the CDC puts out. Not the day-to-day people, not the scientists who are in there, you know, uh, preparing stuff and learning about stuff, but the higher-ups, the appointees. They're yeah. making sure certain things don't get out and all that. And they've turned this into a nightmare. They've turned it into a nightmare. It's it's just between a knucklehead at the post office and bar. God only, you know, he's just looking for stuff on people now. I'll tell you what, kids and kittens, between now and January, going to be a nightmare. Any way you cut it. Any way you cut it, because I promise you, when Trump loses, he's going to take that 10, 11 weeks, whatever it is. Uh, first off, when all the votes aren't counted November 3rd, we're not going to have a result on election night. Let's not kid ourselves here. We're not going to have a result. No, unless it's such a landslide that... Uh... And that's the ballot, but that's at the polls. Yeah. This is why we've got to get standardized rules across the states. When when mail-in ballots need to be there, they should, you know, because now you've got the situation where in some states it's okay as long as it's postmarked November 3rd, but now it might take another week or so to get there. We need to standardize all this. Look, we need to have a election day needs to be a Saturday or at the very least a national holiday. I, 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 I agree with you. B, I, I, I do agree with you on that. We need to have a week, a solid or two weeks of early voting. And it has to be the same everywhere. And when I say election day, I, I mean we start at the same time. 
It's the polls open at midnight in Hawaii, and that'll be I think nine o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. And they stay open for the same twenty-four hour period. Not local time, but for the same twenty-four hour period. This way everything opens at the same hour, everything closes at the same time. Pick your times. You, you, you said you said, by the way, midnight in, in Hawaii. You're going bass backwards there. Okay. Well, you, you get, well, then it would be three o'clock in the afternoon. No. If I don't know what time it is right now in Hawaii, but if you, let's say you start at 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. in, in New York. Yeah, it would be midnight. That's what I, it would be nine, 9 a.m. in New York. And about midnight, maybe 1 a.m. It's eight hours Eight hours behind us here on the East Coast. Yeah. So, but if you say if you're say if you're saying that, it would have to be a point in time where it was still on the election day. Fine. You know, figure it out any way you need to. Okay. But the point is, it's got to be the same twenty-four hour period. Okay, I, okay. I get you. Not staggered. Everything opens at the same time. It's just like watching the Super Bowl. We all watch it at the same instant. But the time zones are different. We got to do it all. Boom. One 24-hour period. It's done. It's over. Everything needs to be in at the end of that 24-hour period. That includes mail-in ballots. That includes, what you know, everything. Everything. If, you know, at the end of the 24 hours, uh, which in the case of, say, a New York City, would be 9 a.m. the following day. That's... But it's the same time. It's the same point in time. Maybe not the same local time. And then you got everything tucked in nicely. Let's count. And we'll be with you guys in a day or two. Once we get everything counted. Hey, we haven't done a segment for a while. Uh, only in Florida. I don't think we've ever done that segment. Yes, we have. It's, we, uh, have. we have. We have. We have. It's been a while, but we have. You know, I used so to a be group, in Florida. It doesn't say where in Florida right off. This is from Raw Story, by the way. Okay. Brad Reed from Raw Story. Ruh-roh. A group of, yeah, a group of anti-mask oh, activists this week Target. were caught on camera storming a Target in Florida and yelling yeah. at customers to take yeah. off their face masks. Yeah, I saw that video. The video shows anti-maskers, some who are wearing apparel supporting Donald Trump, walked up and down the aisles of the Target department store and encouraging shoppers to free themselves of wearing face masks during the COVID-19 pandemic. There was one guy... Take off your mask, one man yelled. There was one... We're not going to take it anymore, yelled another woman. As the anti-maskers walked by, one shopper is heard calling them uh, F-bomb idiots there you go there's one guy wearing a mega hat uh part of the group is includes a small child uh at least one small child there's a woman there who's very short i don't know if it's just a very petite adult woman and she's she was quite zoftic as well so it's it's kind of hard to discern but be that as it may that's because Trump and his cronies have made this a political issue instead of, of a health issue. 
Well, what's his name? The uh, head of the CDC, Redfield, today said, I, I, I'm more, I think the mask is more powerful than any vaccine that'll come out. Heaven forbid if we, if we all just wear our mask for the next six weeks. It's amazing. They've already And said, you can tell. You, you can tell people are, the, the majority of people are wearing masks. Right. It, but it, I believe so. I believe it's a majority of people. We don't need them. And it's starting, it's start, things are starting to tamp down a little bit. Where they're not tamping down, again, the Dakotas. The freaking Dakotas. There's 300 people in the two states combined. And they're, con- and the, you know, but their population grew uh, exponentially when Stur, you know, when Sturgis, uh, when the when the motorcycle rally came in there, I'm sure they're probably doing stupid shit in North Dakota too. But yeah, in the Dakotas, this is not New York City. Mm-mm. New York City seemed to get it. Yeah, because we were dying. Well, yeah, you know, you you only have to see so many truckloads of corpses in refrigerated trucks before you before you get the you get the message. It's a very powerful incentive when people are dying all around you. Okay, exactly. I'll, I'll stay in. I'll wear my mask. Thank you. Oh, by the way, I know we only got a little bit of time left. I just thought I'd put this out here for you. All right. Uh, Saturday Night Live is going to start uh, live shows again. Yes, they are. In, Jim, stu- in studio. Jim Carrey is going to be Jim Biden. Jim Carrey is going to be Joe Biden. I beat you to all this stuff. Well, then why don't you tell? Why don't, I mean, yeah, you've been peeking in my pocket. You've well, finally been looking at the pocket. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Trust me, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you. There's uh, okay. I saw that earlier tonight, but yeah, I, I am looking forward to seeing that. That that that'll get me to tune in. That's good news. Where it, it's good news all around. I mean, we've got productions going now. Things are things are lightening up. People are are doing what they need to do. And uh, uh, again, I'm hopeful hopeful to be back to work in another month or so. Uh, when it gets down to me, once we start doing location shooting again. That's really when, you know, who knows? That may not happen till uh, February or March because of weather. Uh, but the, the, the point is, we all, we're all going to be better. So, uh, <sighs> he said, just, just uh, doing the slow run towards here's, home here, Here's one more then for you here nope. so we don't have to go dead air real quick. You see this uh, video on Twitter about the uh, young lady that tossed a football in a parking lot like 40 yards? Well, I don't care if you heard, saw it or not. It happened. So anyways, it's it's time to say goodbye. So uh, for my friend Ed Van Neff, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! See ya!